Welcome everyone, welcome to oh, Review it Yourself. It's a really half-hearted side this one, because I really can't bother doing this one, but I've brought along a, an amazing guest to be fair. It's like I really want to do it, but like the film doesn't warrant the effort to talk about it, but give me five minutes, I'll be, I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> so if anybody hasn't guessed, guessed, we are reviewing Saltburn, the film practically everyone online is talking about. I, I honestly couldn't tell you why. I mean, cause, because it's largely inoffensive, apart from the offensive bits. And I mean the old-fashioned proper term of offensive, not what people online think class is offensive now, but let's not get into that. So, um, uh, to, to, oh, to drag me through this, actually, I think I'll be the positive one, but we'll find out. Uh, I've got Satsu from Chat Tsunami along. Welcome, Satsu. How are you doing? All right. Well, I would say it's good to be back, and it is. It's always a pleasure being on your show and everything, but as you alluded to there, the topic we are going to talk about, uh, like, I, I know you're the podcast with the sigh, but let me tell you, this film <laughs> made me sigh an awful lot, just that I, I think it defeated me. And honestly, it's been a good while since I've watched the film where I went, really? This is what the kids are into? <laughs> Well, it explains the state of modern filmmaking, doesn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, I wasn't going to watch this. Like, Mm. the lad, my mate at the football, I got the football with every week, was like, oh, I've watched it. It's not worth your time. There's a bit bit of a twist at the end. I said, well, is it worth watching the film for that? He was like, no. I was like, oh, I can't bother then. Because I've obviously, you know, being online, I had all the naughty bits spoiled for me. Like, I didn't know any surprises going into it. I just didn't know, you know, the vine that held these beautiful cherries of moments. Uh, yes, that's sarcasm. And, um, yeah, I, I thought, oh, I'm not going to do this film. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to review it. Because I'm not a film podcast that reviews films up to date. I don't chase after the latest release because most of it's dreadful. Let's not beat about the bush. And I came in from work, I kid you not, and my dad is even more, like, black and white about films than me. Like, my dad's po- doing a podcast with my dad would be brilliant because he'd just say one sentence and it'd be done. And he said to me, oh, I've watched this, this Saltburn. And I was like, have you? What did you think? And he said, oh, you should watch it. You'll love it. And those words, you'll love it. Number one, I don't think I've ever heard my dad say it. Really, I'll be honest. Because he's just not like that. And then two, I thought, well, what, what, what? I've heard enough about this film to know. Well, what, what do you mean I love it? And he was like, just watch it. It's a bit weird, but I think you'll like it. And I thought, right, well, I've got to watch it now. Um... And then, and then I got in last night and I thought, oh, you know, and I'd, I'd done a long drive back because I've been away and I thought, oh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on and see what it's like. And it wasn't as bad as I thought, not not to get straight to the verdict, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. I thought, but overall, I thought it was neither now nor summit, really. Like it was, you know, apart from if it wasn't for the minging bits in it, nobody will be talking about this. Let, let's, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably more how you feel, given given how I've heard heard you on the old chats. Oh, no, you're completely right, because the only reason I watched this film was because, and I think it was a couple of weeks ago, it was when the bad weather was hitting us, and my partner and I couldn't really get out. You know, we're looking out the window, there were trees blowing over, and I'm pretty sure there was a, a poor OAP, like, blowing in the wind and everything, away to Oz, you know. It was, it was like, pandemonium outside, so we're like, you know what, we'll just stay in, we've got stuff in the cupboards, and I thought, you know what, we'll, we'll just watch a film, you know, we'll have a lazy day, and I was flicking through all the streaming services, you know how it is, you're like, oh, I've got to find something. 
And I had heard kind of in the periphery that Saltburn was a film that people were talking about a lot. And all I knew, like, I went into this relatively blind, um, and I came out of it relatively blind as well, but we'll get on to that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we, um, yeah, I, I put it on. So I turned around to my partner and I said, oh, people are talking about the salt bun. And all I knew about it was there was like a TikTok trend yeah. or something going around where... Before I, we get to it, yeah, Satsu, you, mm-hmm. Satsu you, you're still with your partner, right? This didn't oh, yeah, break no, no, your no. partner. Right, good. Okay, oh, yeah. Continue. I mean, to be fair, it's not the worst, like, spoilers here. It's not the worst film I've ever seen, but... It is fairly kind of middle and up there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, it could have it could have been worse. It could have been your mum. Do you know what I mean? It could have been oh, true, your, family, your yeah. grandma. Do you know what I mean? It could have been mm. horrendous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I said to her, oh, do you want to watch this? And she was like, yeah, oh, why not? You know, we weren't really jumping into this, if that makes sense. We weren't going in as if, oh, we need to watch Salt Bar. No, it's going to be amazing. We're like, yeah, why not? We watched it. And throughout the whole film, I was just like, I'm so sorry, I don't know why I recommended this film. Because, <laughs> like, as I said, the only thing I knew was, like, this trend where people were dancing to, I think it's Bodies on the Dance Floor, which is such murder, a catchy tune. Murder, murder, murder on the Dance, dance floor. floor. Sorry, Murder yeah. on the Dance Floor, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm cool and hip. <laughs> that song from years ago. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, um, the thing is so sad too. I remember when these songs yeah. came out. Everyone's like, oh my god, this soundtrack's amazing. I'm like, yes, do you not remember these songs coming out? Oh no, yeah. you're about three. Okay. But yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. let, let, let's, you know, people are watching this because Barry, and I think, I think it's meant to pronounce, be pronounced Keegan, I think. Um, yeah. Irish fella. He, uh, we'll get to the accent later. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, honest to goodness, I would. Yeah, See, when yeah. I was watching that, I immediately thought, I wonder what Sean thinks of this accent, because I thought, oh, that's cool, he's Irish, and then he slipped into, like, North English, and I was like, wait, no, oh, right, no, no, he must be North English, oh, silly, Satsu, you know, and then he slipped back into Irish, I'm like, hold on, what is going on here? I yeah, so I was like, well, I want, yeah. <laughs> well, Scott, for anyone listening from America or around the world that's not from England, or, or the mm. UK, I should say, or Britain, or Scotland, whatever you want to call mm. it, right, Liverpool is where people are called Scousers, right? I, mm. I'm not sure why. Where I live, a lot of people came from, like, Liverpool mm. to up here, so there's certain similarities in the way that I say shirt and stuff like that. I'm not mm. from Liverpool, but I, I've got a good ear for it. Like, if I'm around people from down there, I pick it up easy, um, like I did at uni. But but the similarities. But I can hear this. Scouse is a very, very strong accent, and it's a very, very difficult one to do. And I'm, and like you, but you're right. You can hear it because certain points it sounds pretty good. The start it was a bit ropey. Then I thought, oh, okay, it's pretty good. And then there's one part where he sounds like he's a Geordie. Like there's a, there's mm. a certain bit where I thought that sounds like people I know. I'm not a Geordie either. And it was just like, what, what, where are you going for? And then part of me was thinking, is this part of the plot? Is it part of the point? Because he does seem to change like his voice and stuff like that. So yeah, it was. A, yeah, but if, I mean, I've, I've heard worse. I've heard worse. But, but the thing was mm. about it, though, is just the fact that people online, when, you know, I was reading the discourse about this film, they were like, oh, it's, and again, not to spoil it too early, but they're like, oh, it's because he's pretending, he's doing this and that, he's from a different class and everything. But oh, you, you choose a scouse? Don't, don't choose oh, scouse? Yeah. Of all 
if, if even if he wasn't Scouse, which you can kind of argue because mm-hmm. the parents don't sound as Scouse as him. Well, I mean, whatever. But it's like, what, out of all the accents to pick, why? Why yeah. would you do it? Yeah, it um, seems a very specific for an accent. Yeah. Out of all of them, it seems like he really honed in and did not like Liverpool. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'll choose them. That's the right accent for Oxford. You're like, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> very, very strange. And I, I, I never really got to the bottom of like how he's there. Like, mm. mind you, let, let, I tell you what. Let's let's just be honest, right? The yeah. characters are way for thin. They're like way for yeah. thin ham. Mm. The plots way for thin, and not oh, in a kind okay. of oh, you know, it's clever. It's it's just absolutely way for thin. And to be fair, I, I actually, I mild this. Uh, this is me all over. I mildly enjoyed it. Like, I, I didn't find it bad, but I do think it was, you know, I think I got half an hour in and I thought, you know, it's very, it's very inoffensive. It's very, you know, you put it on, the music's mm-hmm. decent. It's got an, enough of a plot to keep you engaged. For the ladies and some of the men, you've got mm-hmm. some very nice, in fact, you've got some very, for everybody, you've got some very nice looking people to look at, if nothing else. Saw a little bit too much of some people, but we'll get to that later. Depends, oh, yeah. you know, whatever boat you, whatever floats you bought, there's something here for you, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, I think. And, yeah, you know, I mean, to be fair, though, the start of it, right, you know, the whole with rejoice, and it just makes me think of Johnny English. I can't help it. I just <laughs> yeah. can't help it. I just I just want to start being like, uh, do you or do you not have the words tattooed on your bottom? Jesus is coming. Look busy. I just, I, every mm-hmm. time I just, anyway. Um, but, yeah, you see, you know, the, the first scene, though, I did watch it and kind of try to analyse it a bit until I realised the uh, like, 20 minutes in, it wasn't that kind of film. Because, like, when he wanders in, everyone else is, like... For, for a start, right, he wanders in looking like Wolf and the Inbetweeners. That, that really put me off as well. So I was really struggling to what, like to take the film seriously, like, as I was watching it. Um, and then, <laughs> I don't know, it was just, like, you know, you see it's the class of 2006, hence kind of the throwback songs, which we don't think is that far away, but it's 18 years, which, oh, Jesus. Oh, um God. I know, I know, I know, don't, don't, right, I was in a museum, I don't want to get into that, but yeah, you you realise you age all the time, Mm. somebody called me sir in a flipping cafe yesterday, (laughs) sir, I was like, don't call me sir, um, anyway, um, (laughs) I'll get, let's not dwell too much on the age, um, yeah, and then, you know, you see this Felix character, then Reese Shearsmith turns up, who I love from inside number nine. And who's basically oh, just course, the, yeah. the teacher makes the student feel a freak for reading the reading list. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. like, nobody reads the reading list, but he does. And it's like right from the start, you're thinking, right, no one's dropped him off. Everybody else is getting dropped off by their loved ones or mm-hmm. their butlers or their maids or whatever. Um, and then you get him, he just wanders in on his own. And you get that he's very like, even at this point, you get this is someone who like does their homework. And, you know, and then basically he just gets ignored because this fella Farley uh, knows his mum, or like admired her from afar. Because that's like that's like the first hint of somebody like having a bit of love for somebody from afar. Like that's a there's a lot of voyeurism in this film. There's a lot of looking at people through windows and standing on a lawn in the middle. I mean, I don't know where they live. Or how, I mean, it's the summer of 2006. It's, it's clearly not the winter because there'd be a lot of like people freezing to death if not. Yeah. It's off. I mean, just how many times can you have someone standing outside of a bloody window looking up at someone? It's like, you know oh, what, come on. Yeah, do you know what it reminded me of? Have you seen the show You on Netflix? Is uh, that the one where they 
Is that the one where she has an affair with the guy? And I think I've seen a couple of. I think I saw a few episodes of it. I think. Yeah, it's about the guy who he is, is he, he absolutely massive. Do, yeah, is it the one where the guy follows him in the shower? Is is that is that what? No, that's a weird. No, All I mean yeah, is that. But, yeah, is it Oh, sorry. No, maybe, sorry, go on. No, I'm sure. Because yeah. I've seen a series where a woman is married, but she mm-hmm. starts having an affair with this guy who is very, very well endowed. And then the husband follows, like, goes to the same gym as the guy. So, like, when, like, oh, no, it's not that, but I know exactly oh, okay, the enough. one you I mean. Because, it's not, yeah, I have seen that scene as well, and I was horrified. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Well, I, yeah. you know, uh, leave something yeah. for the rest of the class. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know what... Okay, sorry, I don't think I have seen yeah. it. Sorry, go on. So, use like a... It's about a guy who works in a bookshop in America and initially starts off quite charismatic and everything, and then you realise he's a wee bit screwed up in the head. He is very voyeuristic. He keeps looking at them through open windows, which... I'm not justifying that behaviour, but the fact that they just stand in front of, like, an open window on, like, a public path, you're kind of like, come on now, what the, what the hell are you doing here? Um, but, yeah, you're completely right about the voyeuristic aspect of it. But the thing is, this whole film has nuggets of ideas, but they never really quite gel together. You know, you've got the themes of obsession, which then is kind of cut completely by the end of the film when it's like, oh, no, he wasn't obsessed with them. So it's like, all right, well, that theme's out the window. What about voyeurism? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I was just kidding. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, go on, sorry. No, sorry, I was just going to say, like, you know, voyeurism, it's like that's, like, everything is kind of cut by the end of the film. And I know we'll get on to it, but, you know, all the themes, it's just like, oh, no, we don't need this theme, we don't need that theme. So you're kind of like, well, why am I here, Saltburn? Why am I here trying to understand these themes, these things, when it's been done so much better in other films? And I will get on to that, apologies, but, yeah. Oh, it's all right, yeah. yeah, Just spend your time more wisely. Mm -hmm. Travel, get in the car. Anyway, tell you what it did remind me of in terms of films. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Boy Next Door, you know, the one with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Did you ever see that one? Vaguely, yeah. She, she's like, she basically, she's a bit of a cougar. Oh, mind mm. you, she's beautiful in it. And she ends up sleeping with the, na- like, I think the neighbor's son. It, it, it's all kosher. He's like 20 odd or something. Mm, he's like yeah. 19 or 20 or 21. He's, he's, he's a lot older, clearly, but he's meant to be about 21. So she mm. sleeps with the neighbor's, like, son, I think. Uh, a twenty-year-old he is. That's a one-night stand with him, and then basically he becomes obsessive. It, it, that's a better film, actually. I'd recommend that one for you. That, that's a decent one. Um, but yeah, it, it. I know what you mean. It never really like. It. It's like one of these films where it feels like it's trying to do so much and trying to be really kind of like pretentious and a little bit like mm-hmm. have all these re-highfalutin ideas, but it never really sticks a landing on any of them. So it's like, well, if it, you know, because there's nothing wrong with going for like different you know different points and different themes but then at least stick the landing on one of them because if you don't then it's all just like well because it becomes just like a murder mystery spoilers at the end like mm-hmm. uh, someone gets the flipping breathing tube ripped out and i'm sorry but that's going to come up in a report i don't care how rich you are like someone's mm-hmm. going to notice so but we'll get to that um yeah, because i mean <laughs> that's what i said on twitter i was like this is like the raunchiest episode of midsummer murders i think i've ever seen and it's probably the same length as well, but, you know, it's just, 
it, like as you said at the very beginning, it's a film that, if not for the raunchiness and the kind of scenes like that, this film would fade into obscurity. It would oh, totally forgettable. Totally forgettable. Because this is something I was saying to you actually when we were discussing it off air, but I remember thinking, at least at the time, that I've seen so many films that have done this better. One of the films I recommended to you was Parasite. And, of course, for anyone who doesn't know Parasite... Is that the one... Is, I yeah. tell you what, I think I know mm-hmm. what the poster... Is that the poster where the guy's in the garden and someone stood behind some French dogs? Yeah, that's the one. Right, I've yeah. not seen it, but it, it's yeah. on my radar, yeah. Yeah, I mean, without any spoilers, it's about a very low-income low family, and they, of course, live in South Korea, they live in terrible conditions, they are hopping from medial job to medial job, and then one of the family members gets a very prestigious job as, I think it's an English tutor, or some kind of tutor, to the daughter of a very wealthy family, and then eventually these people from this poor family start to insert themselves into the lives of this obscenely rich family and there are so many amazing themes like the cinematography as well is amazing the acting's amazing it's just it's such a good film in terms of that idea of trying to say something with it you know the rich versus poor but with this film they begin that way because they kind of show the main characters being the fish out of water or look not comfortable with all the others because they are uber rich and he comes from a really rough uh, background although technically he doesn't but we'll get on to that he says yeah yeah and then by the end of it it's like you're not really and again like for the instance of parasite or someone else brought up uh, the talented mr ripley you know films like that it's like they have a point and they have an idea and something to say but for Saltburn, it's like over two hours of a crazy guy who can't decide on an accent, and then he gets what he wants at the end, even though you can see it like a mile off. Oh, yeah, like that's, I, I realised. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like when people said, oh, what an amazing twist, you know, at the very end, I was like, that was that was a twist. What the yeah, was, was that meant? Yeah, was that meant to not know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll say the extent of it was like, oh, okay, mm. that was maybe a surprise, but not oh, the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. he was. Me- what? What? You, you did anybody? I'm sorry, right? But did anybody seriously watch this and go, "Well, that's a perfectly natural, normal death"? Really? You didn't kind of see a bit of a don't become mm. a detective. <laughs> don't. don't <laughs> that's not. That's not your raison d'être. Mm. Don't be doing that. But uh, don't you just love it? Uh, testy chat tsunami i love it me like, like i look see this is what i like i like it when you know you just got a towel onto it but it, like oh, I, said, no, I, no. I genuinely it was okay but the more that yeah. you start looking at it with the more that it falls apart i mean it, it mm. sticks a pin in the bike tire so the bike just happens to break surely you would see it function you wouldn't get on it and mm. ride it and the minute you got on and tried to ride it anyway whatever it's this, mm. just it's one of them things but, it's like i'm trying to do the logic again and it, it doesn't work but doesn't i think work. what like, speaking of testy Satsu here, like, I genuinely think, <laughs> as I said before, I think, again, if this film didn't have the raunchy scenes, then it definitely would have been forgotten. But that's what I hate about this film, because there is no reason why these particular scenes should be in this film. You know, we've got the, and I'll try to be as you know, uh, I won't go too in depth about it, but, you know, you've got the, um, gamer 
bathwater, I'll say, um, moment. Yeah. yeah, you've got the vampire scene. Trust me, you don't want to know the context. You've got the improvised scene um, near the end with a, um, a boy in his grave. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And, you know, there's all these like really disgusting moments. And it makes me think that whoever was writing this script, they didn't put it in for some kind of art housey or artistic vision. I don't believe for a fact anybody saw a guy shagging a mound of dirt and went, that is my artistic vision. That is what I want to leave this mortal plane and leave behind. Because I was like, you you really let that guy... Like, can I talk about that scene? Like, not... Yeah, knock yourself obviously. up. Knock yourself yeah. up. So there's go, a scene go for it, Satu. He certainly did. <laughs> so there's a scene towards the end where a certain character dies and the... Felix character... dies. He dies. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Before we get yeah, yeah. to this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, right? But, but why, why does bloody... What's it, can't remember his bloody name. Why, why does... What's, what's his name, the main fella? I can't remember his name. That's why I keep calling them the main. <laughs> oh, Ollie, like, Ollie, right, Ollie. Ollie why, yeah, yeah. why does Ollie not just? Why does he not take a pass at Felix? He never mm. takes a pass. He never makes a pass at him. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sorry, right, but that Felix guy is clearly clearly interested in him. Who sits mm. in their bath and enjoys a bit of a lawn time, but leaves mm. the door to your guest bedroom with your friend in it slightly ajar? Really? And who 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 makes like big morning noises as if you're trying to attract their attention? If you're doing certain things, you don't want to be loud. Like, I, I just don't get why he didn't just... Because I, I just like, didn't... I didn't buy the... I didn't buy the obsession. And I think if you don't buy the obsession, I, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, at the, at the start, it starts off with, oh, I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. The mm-hmm. end, it ends with, oh, actually, I hated him. And then you're like, yeah, but did you? But then it's like, you know, I don't think that comes into it. I think, like, you just wanted... Mm-hmm. You clearly just wanted the house and all that kind of thing. You wanted the... You wanted to not not have him, but become him. Mm-hmm. But then, if that's all you wanted, why are you pretending to be so distraught that he died because he was just a pawn and a means to the and means to an end? It doesn't really make much sense. Like, and then you throw in because for me, it's like it's. I wasn't. Mad. I mean, I'd heard about them, and it, it was a bit like, mm. and I expected the scenes to be worse than they were. I mean, they were, they were a bit, mm, but they were like, all right, is that it type thing? But then you're just thinking. This is just a guy who who will who wants to get to a point and will do essentially mm-hmm. anything. He'll sleep with anyone. He will manipulate well, situations. <laughs> well, you say that you'll sleep with anyone except for Felix. I mean, like of all the well, people, yeah. as you said, yeah, it's the literally the only person he doesn't sleep with. I mean, he sleeps with the cousin before he sleeps with him, and you're kind of yeah. like. You've got your priorities mixed up here, Ollie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know I, 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 yeah, it seems so weird. Like, yeah, it's like a round robin. I had not going shagging everybody else except for yeah. Felix. You're like, what? What is wrong with you? Well, there's several things wrong with him. Um, but well, he's uh, yeah. a psychopath, isn't he? He's a psychopath. Yeah, he's an but, absolute psychopath. Yeah, but for people to treat it as if it's like a big twist or things like oh, that, no, like no. you can clearly, even when there's like a never to go, you're like, this guy is a psycho. And it's not like a psychological profile of, because this is something I could understand if you were completely in his like point of view and everything, if it was like a slow decline into, I don't know, the pressures of academia or the pressures of class struggle. Because let's face it, the idea of 
class struggle is like a very popular theme, especially in it used to be, as a whole. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. And you think, well, that would at least justify why he's so angry, but yeah. you know, then they just kind of whip round and say, oh no, he's a psycho. And going back to that scene again, I was actually laughing at all the memes online because there was a lot of people saying, oh, I can't believe that scene where basically he goes to the grave of Felix and he humps it, he takes out his trousers, he humps it, and everyone was saying it's online... Bit, it's the bit that felt where he, like, he literally, yeah. he literally, like, <laughs> he literally makes a flipping hole in the ground and it's like, what What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, it yeah, goes back most... to the between us again, it oh. just feels, it feels like they got this really art-housey script Oh. And then they were basically like, "Can we just throw a few in between, a bit, a few bits of the in betweeners in there, oh. but then make them a bit more extreme because we can get away with it because it's a film?" Oh, but yeah, yes, but of course. It just thinks <laughs> it was just. I just thought, oh, really? Because I, oh, no. I think yeah. you, you got the point. You got the point with like him crying and him sobbing and him taking his shirt off. And even if he'd have laid mm-hmm. on it naked, I would have been like, right, okay, I, I still get the point. Like you've ki- like you've killed him. So oh, mm. I it was just stupid. Like. Oh, anyway, oh, no. sorry, it, go on. It was, it was just like a cartoon character um, where he was genuinely <laughs> just like, oh, look, I'm crying. And as you said, like, if he had kept it at, he took the shirt off and everything, and, oh, he's crying over it, you know, that kind of hammers it in. Like, this is definitely the film of less is more, but for the script writers, the directors, I, they just thought more is more, but... I remember watching that and I saw memes of it online and people were like, oh, it's funny because the main character, or sorry, the main actor, uh, Barry Keegan, he said, oh, I'm going to improvise this, what do you think? And the director said, yeah, yeah, that's a good scene I want in my film. And I was laughing because I thought, oh, ha ha, funny meme. (laughs) Ha, funny, this is so funny, guys. And I was like, Oh Jesus, this isn't a joke. This was actually improvised, yeah. Thing is, doesn't, isn't it a good example of like modern films though that really when you take away the shock and you take Mm. away those scenes, so like the bathtub scene, Mm. the scene with the, the, is uh, Felix's sister, the scene with, Mm. you know, the scene, all all them kind of, the, the grave scene, you know, you take away those scenes and really what, what does the film have? Mm-hmm. Not an awful lot. It is. It does very much feel like style of the substance, which makes sense for the characters. Mm-hmm. But the one scene I will give the scene, the film credit because I thought the scene after Felix died, I thought was really good. But I'll, I'll get to that. But um, mm-hmm. for, for me though, it was like I, I think the characters, I think the actors and actresses do a decent job. I don't think they do a bad job. I mean, they're all like they are giving it, giving it the best. Um, I thought the guy who played Farley was pretty good because him and him and Ollie have this kind of like weird animosity but you can tell it's kind of a i pretend to hate you but i secretly want to screw you mm-hmm. um but it, it basically i wrote down remember how cal treated jack in titanic like you're almost human mm-hmm. basically yeah. that but with an awful lot more sexual tension just mm-hmm. put it that way um yeah and the, yeah I, I mean yeah it, i can't yeah i mean then you end up with flipping lurch aka duncan the butler who's clearly got clearly got he knows who this ollie guy is um, Rosamund Pike and Richard E. Grant, who were really good. I thought Rosamund Pike was brilliant. To be mm. fair, it were uh, Venetia, um, Phoenix's sister. Oh, poor dear Pamela, who again felt like somebody out of Bridget Jones, uh, played by Carrie Mulligan, who I couldn't. I was thinking, where do I know her face from? 
And then mm-hmm. Ali Sparrow from Doctor Who, and then I was like, oh, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you realise how long it's been since that episode came out. But yeah, I mean, and the whole like, oh, we're going to be sharing a bathroom, I hope you don't mind. Like, there's no other bathrooms in this mansion house with about 500 bedrooms. Like, you'd have to walk all the way. And I'm thinking, I thought at one point, and I'm pretty sure, like, Felix was angling his way because they said, oh, he's much nicer than, like, the, the, the boy he brought last summer. And, like, yeah, we've seen Felix sleep with women in this, but it's, like, mm-hmm. it seems like pretty much if you're rich, yeah, mm-hmm. here, here we go. At one point, I thought Ollie was going to get with his mum. Because he's, yeah, like... Yeah, like, at the very end, you mean, where they're, like... Oh, no, no, no. Or, oh, I in general, yeah. Well, there's that scene, isn't it, where he says, like, oh, you're so beautiful, and it's, like... Ollie, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simmer down, Ollie. Ollie. Why are you why are you removing that tube? No, that's not gonna. Um, Pamela was <laughs> Pamela. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't. To be fair, because yeah. I thought they were when I was watching it. And he was like taking off like the bed sheets. I was thinking, oh Christ, they're not gonna go. There. They're not gonna. And then they didn't. So yeah, fortunately, they went with like a body horror thing. Anyway, um, I did like the Pamela character. I thought the way that the passive aggressiveness was sublime, where they're mm. clearly trying to get rid of her. About, oh, the full moon, we're all about to lose our minds, which obviously is the, I think, the, the poster mm. um, tagline. Yeah, this is, the more I talk about it, the more I'm just like, oh, it was, it was all right. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expect I was expecting to be more shocked, I've got to be honest. I don't know what it would take, but I was very much like, and obviously it had all been spoiled for me anyway, but it was, I, I thought the bath, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I thought that, no, no, it had been spoiled by a few people, but mm. I thought the bathtub scene was going to be much, much worse, to be perfectly honest, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I, I, what, 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 and then why are they all just naked in the hayfield at one point? Like, yeah, we're, we're rich. We lie naked on really, really scratchy, you know, hair. Who doesn't drinking? To, you know, and then like it's the bit where like he strips off, and I think Farley's like, oh, congratulations. Uh, and you think, oh, he's just a piece of meat for them, whether they want him sexually or whether they just want him there because, oh, we've got this poor little urchin who like has ridden a bus in his life and that's so exotic mm-hmm. to us and it's very much you know and then like you said i thought there was going to be points where it was going to actually maybe delve into that about mm-hmm. you know richness and what it means i mean there was a film i can't remember what the hell it was i can't remember what it was called it was based on the bullingdon club i think but i can't remember what it was called anyway it'll come to me it's, it's a film about a lot of rich kids at oxford or wherever one of those universities and they basically just go around and like smash places to bits and then like give them like thousands of pounds and pay for it. Can't remember what it was called. The Posh Boys. Uh, maybe Posh, yeah, something I, like. I vaguely know what you're talking. Yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I thought because they have that whole bit about um that whole bit where she says you know lots of people get lost at Saltburn. I thought oh, okay they're gonna are they gonna start delving in? No, no, they're not. They're just because I, I watched it half an hour and I thought oh this is pretty. Vanilla. 48 minutes in, I thought, oh, things are starting to turn a bit. This is where, you know, I thought, why has Felix left his bathroom door open when he's, you know, enjoying himself in the bath? He's got a bedroom. Why is he getting in the bath? Whatever. Don't think about it too much. Um, to be fair, the, the worst part about that bathroom scene to me was the noise of the slurping. It was mm-hmm. awful. Like, it was really loud. It's like, it's like nails on a chalkboard. You know, certain noises just really, like, do you in. And you think, oh, I can't. I don't want to listen to that. 
awful. I think, like, like, see, thinking back in that scene, I think what's even weirder is the fact that the bath took so long to drain. You know, I guess it's like a big rich person's <laughs> bath. But, that's not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's Oof. like, he did, you know, he washed himself, but then he left the bathroom. Like, he didn't even bother drying himself in the bathroom. What, what's his problem? <laughs> Just, like, I, I he left it, like, uh, with enough time that Ollie could sneak in and then slurp it. And you're like, huh, what what is wrong with you? <laughs> Again, yeah. many things, but... Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you, though. It just it seems as if, and I, I think this is one of the things that offends me about this film, other than, you know, the obviously offensive scenes, but I think it's more of the fact that there are scenes that are genuinely good in this film, like the cinematography is great, the yeah. characters themselves, although they're wafer thin, there was a direction that they could have taken them. Yeah. You know, all the pieces were here. It was pretty much like a Lego script. Like, all the pieces were here. They just had to put it in the right ways. But instead, they decided to get, I don't know, mega blocks with those, like, raunchy scenes being like, oh, we're going to add these in that don't make sense. We're going to add that. And, you know, like, there's great scenes in this. So you know that the director, all the cinematographers, the editors, like, they know how to do a really good scene. Like, that scene where Felix dies the next morning and they are trying to have, like, some kind of normality. And they pull yeah, the that, was the best scene. Oh, yeah, that was the best scene uh-huh. by a mile, yeah. That was yeah. incredible. Like, I, I don't want people to think when I say, oh, I didn't like Saltburn, that I thought everything was bad. Like, moments like that and the acting was incredible, the set design, like, everything was just so well done in some regards. And then... Again, it was like, oh no, we're losing the audience's attention. Let's make him drink bath water. Yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Let's make him shag a grave. You're like, no, no, that's not yeah. how you make a good film. Okay. Come on. Okay. Come yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. You needed somebody to go, can, can we just, like, hey, if that's your fetish, fair play, but can we just take these out of what's meant to be a film, please? Because it's not, it's not that kind of film. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to put this in that way. It sounds really, really odd to say, but like, if you took those scenes out and kept the voyeurism, like when he's watching people mm. on the lawn or whether he's watching Felix in the bath or whether he's, or whatever, you can keep a lot of it. I, I wasn't, I didn't think the scene with the, with the sister, what, sorry, it's not his sister, it's Felix's sister. I didn't think mm. when, when Ollie gets with Venetia, I didn't think that was as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, if you think about it mm. too much, it's a bit, but it's a natural thing. And it's like, okay, I kind of get, right, if that's, you know, whatever, crack on type thing. And it wasn't as horrendous as I thought it was going to be because they showed a lot of it from, like, the window and mm. Farley was watching them. And, again, it's very much about people being watched. So I think they could have kept that in the bath bit. But it was the grave bit where you felt like, right, that's that's a bit too far now. You needed somebody to say, right, this is not going to have the effect we want. It's going to be popular, but people are just going to laugh at it. But but maybe that maybe they knew that, you know, I mean, there's, there's some all right stuff. The script's not terrible, but it's very much, it's quite blunt. There's not a lot of nuance in there. I would have liked the film to have gone a bit nuanced and a bit deeper into the characters mm. rather than just having them. Um, because they've got two hours, they've got plenty of time to do it. And I mean, you know, the sister says like Felix never liked sharing his toys and even the ones he doesn't want to play with anymore. Mm. And it's like, I don't, right. Well, does that mean he, what? Like, I don't know. I just felt like the whole relationship or, or friendship, whatever you want to call it, the between like Ollie and Felix just didn't make sense. I was like, why? Why is Felix 
got Ollie around? Is it because he's been manipulated mm. that way? Is it because he's actually friends with him? Is he just a player thing? Is he? They never really like settled it, and then he's dead before they even. And it's like because that's meant to be the backbone of it, but really it's mm. kind of not. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that just drags on this film. Yeah, and then they have the party, and it's like, why are they having the party? And then you get that woman who's like, oh, me first, you're on my left, because they act like the bloody royal family, for whatever Mm -hmm. strange reason. And uh, she's out of uh, this time with Alan Partridge. She always seems to play really obnoxious people in in the things I watch, but damn, she's good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Farley basically puts it on a plate for Ollie. Uh, and then you get this 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 worst karaoke scene in history. It's just hideous, absolutely hideous. Uh, with the whole "I love you, you pay my rent," and it's like, yeah. Oh wow, that's subtle. Like, oh my god, like, oh yeah, I get, like, oh god. Like, it I felt at times like yeah. it was trying to be really clever, and it's like this is okay. not clever. Anyway, but that uh, yeah, no, sorry, I was just going to say that is the thing though. It's like they were going for that oh, know your place, play kind of vibe, but at the same time... Yeah, but his place was between everybody else's legs, that's the thing. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, that's the thing, though, like, I could completely understand, like, I wasn't expecting them to come from, you know, like, a council estate or some, you know, I have to say, I liked that twist, but this, you know, when they. Oh, it was obvious. That I thought it was obvious his dad was still alive. I thought, oh, come no Yeah, way. I got, yeah. when they got to the house, right. I, that's what I thought. I oh, thought, no, the best oh, bit, yeah. the best scene it shows, which was a good line actually from Felix's mm-hmm. character, to show how out of touch the rich people are, right? <laughs> literally, he pulls up to this house that is literally, I'm not being funny, in London, it's about a million pounds. Up mm-hmm. north, that, that's easy, like a four, five hundred thousand pound house. Easy mm-hmm. in a decent area, right? Okay, maybe 250,000, 300,000 where I am. But anyway, like a decent play, mm-hmm. decent location, really, really nice house. And Felix goes, oh, you, your mum and dad seem to have got their act together. I thought, got their act together? You don't get a house like that. Like, getting your, you don't like, you know, it's like, what are you? It's like, what? That's like a dream house for like 90% of the people in this country. Like 90, you know, what, what do you I like, mean? Yeah, that know. was um, that was like keeping up appearances levels. Of and I was expecting <laughs> Hyacinth Bouquet to come out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, honestly, but oh, um, yeah, yeah, I mean. But again, it's that idea that you know when you find out that he is from a middle class family, like he's not. I wouldn't say he was working class again because of, like, even though he got the scholarship, like he's not uber rich, but at the same time. He's still well off enough to have a comfortable life. You know, he doesn't need to insert him into that. But that's the thing, though. There's no real reason why he inserts himself into that world. (laughs) Which is, well, yeah. uh (laughs) But that's the thing, though. It's like, there's no real scene where he's like, Oh, because he seems to be trying to have friends. He's never had a friend. But it'd be psychopathic, mm-hmm. so clearly he's never going to have that connection, and he tries to. And even the people who want to make a connection with him, like the maths mm-hmm. whiz kid, who himself is a bit socially awkward. Um, I mean, he got out not, really not, well, not though, to be a, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not in not in a Jodie Whittaker 13 Doctor socially awkward way. I mean, an actual socially awkward way. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, yeah, that, that's about the only thing that could have made this worse, putting there in it. But outside, yeah, like he gets rid of him pretty quickly, and. I think that's he was trying to like have a bit of a connection with him, but but he just shuns people and it's like okay, so what's he gonna do? Live in that house the rest of his life on his own, because mm. he is essentially like he's he's a loner. He, he wants people, but he doesn't. He, he can't make that connection, and that that is like the quintessential explanation of a psychopath. Mm. 
they they don't see other humans as humans. They just see them as like brain dead pawns that just so happen to walk around and but they're not the same as me. Like that like I wanted them to go into that. Like he's clearly a psychopath and Barry Keegan plays it very well. I mean he looks like a bloody psycho, like his eyes and the way he acts in different scenes. It's a good performance and there's some good performances throughout, but as a whole it was it was you know, and then there's bits that I thought, oh, this is interesting. They're making you doubt whether it's real because he, he, he ties after the karaoke incident where basically Farley puts him in his place. He, mm-hmm. um, he punches, he puts a tie around his hand and punches the mirror. But then the next day the mirror's fixed and it's like, hang on, there's no way somebody could have gone out, bought a mirror and reinstalled it. Like if it was a couple of days or a week. Yeah. Okay. Like the rich, but this doesn't make any, like, so has he not punched the mirror and like he basically mm-hmm. goes into Farley's room and, Shags him. There's there's no way around it. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, I saw that a mile off. So they see when oh, yeah, they had yeah. the thing the next morning, and they're like, "Oh, Farley was trying to sell off the you know priceless like antiques and things." I was like, "Well, obviously it's been Ollie that's texted from his phone, and then they brought it up at the end with the swelling music as a oh, can you believe it? Farley didn't do it, and I'm like, well." Yeah, because I got a brain. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, so and so. Then why Farley didn't go? Oh, by the way, he was in my room last night, mm-hmm. having a bit of. I was your father, and uh, basically, yeah. I left my phone. But who? Well, why isn't your phone password protected? Far anyway, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, and he was trying to sell some plates. What? Cause he needs the money. Like really, like re- like really, like what? Where's the motivation there? Like I wanted to make yeah. a couple of requ- on these plates, even though you give me probably thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then I said, and again, I was just like, why are they actually, sorry, why are they actually yeah. friends anyway? Go on. No, sorry, I was just going to say, what actually happened to Farley at the end? Because the last time you see him... And it, I but no, so I think, I think the insinuation is, so mm. he's bang on the sniff at, at the mm-hmm. party. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The insinuation is, and I think it is, I think he drugged, uh, uh, Ollie had drugged the champagne bottle, which he gave to uh, Felix, which is why he threw... Oh, yeah, I remember that, so, yeah. It, it, I think that's drugs. So I think the insinuation is meant to be that the dad and the family think that he got the drugs from Felix, and they're oh. like, "Get out!" So I think he like gets expelled. Mm. But he even says to him like, "I'll I'll be back," but we don't know what happens to him. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, because I think that he's, was... he's literally the only character out that group. Because I mean, the majority of them get killed off by Ollie, but yeah, he's the only one that I think he just gets thrown out the house, even though he does say. This guy is literally a psychopath, and yeah. yeah, it's it's uncomfortable to watch, but at the same time, it's like you can see where he's coming from. Yeah, um, he's like go go back to go back to that creepy doll factory where they make all of us, which made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the fact that like when they have the birthday party, they all forget his name. They're all singing happy birthday, and none of them know his name. Yeah, he just gets some rich guy. Go, oh my god, I've forgotten his name. Oh and it's like it's because he's not important enough to remember. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, the soundtrack's an absolute belter, to be fair, but, I mean, you know, it would be. Um, oh, I mean, and then, uh, and then, I mean, yeah. I just, I don't even know which bit I was up to, but I just wrote, oh, Felix, he's shagging again. Mm-hmm. It's just a bit boring. Uh, yeah. You can't just throw me away. I gave you what you wanted. Everyone, put, Oh, yeah, everyone puts on a performance here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, this is where they have, basically, they're arguing with each other. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it's where Felix is, uh, uh, like, just shagging by the statue. And where it kind of, he basically says to him, like, you need to see someone, you make my, you know, you make my blood run cold. Um, and and I, I remember saying this to you, actually, I'm, I'm, I think I messaged you, it saying, mm-hmm. I, oh, and I've wrote down, I've got it, this film is an X-rated, the cable guy, 
the cable guy with tuxedos, rich people vomit in various of the bodily fluids. Um, and then Felix is gone and they're all like, and they're like, oh, how did it happen? It's like, well, he was with a girl and the last person to see him was, and it was just like, this doesn't make much sense. I did, I did like the whole like broken wings thing with the, mm. cause he's got like antlers and, and I got the fact he was like, I don't know. There's kind of symbolism in it, but again, none of it goes far enough. It's all like, mm-hmm. oh, let's throw this in to make them feel like. Yeah, yes, because like, I, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people do reference that at least towards the end with the party where they talk about. I think it's like Greek mythology. You know, where they've got the Minotaur at the end of... Well, apparently that was, like, apparently that was modelled yeah. after, like, Barry Keegan's body and stuff like that. Who knows? It, it, no. it just feels a bit like if you... I don't know, if you wanted to go through all this... You know, it's like... You should have had a better film. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's like, you know, Greek mythology enthusiasts, it's about, like, them going, oh, I recognise that. <laughs> oh, I recognise that particular... Um, you know, semblance and everything, but you're completely right. It does feel, and again, like... Well, no one's going to remember that. No one's going to remember that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If you go and there's a a beautiful cake there, it's covered in various bodily fluids. No one's going to care about the little golden chocolate coins in the middle of the cake. They're going to go, have you seen what's all over over it? To I be know honest, that's a really that, weird example, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, to be honest... No uh, one's going to get to those morsels <laughs> because of all the all yeah. the grave and dirt and bathwater. Yeah. No well, one's going to get I, to that bit. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'd be evaluating why I was at that birthday party in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, <laughs> you have a podcast to record. Why am I here? <laughs> Do I want cake to take away? No, 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 you, you keep it. Um, no, you're completely right. That that's the film in a nutshell, though no pun intended. It's the fact <laughs> that you've got this film that is essentially, if you break it down, it's about a psychopath that tries to weasel his way in and take a house from these like very very wealthy people with like a lot of influence and things like that that are completely out of touch with the rest of the world. Now, the only issue with that is that there's nothing really substantial there. Like, as I said, it almost reminds me of, like, the TikTok version of Parasite. Now, bear with me here. It's like, you know in some of those TikTok videos or YouTube shorts where it's like they'll have, like, half the screen, they've got the film or the clip or whatever, but then on the other side they've got something completely unrelated like a family guy clip or, I don't know, someone doing arts and crafts or subway surfers. Mm. You know, it's basically like at the beginning they have a very slow build-up to Saltburn and I have to admit at some bits I was like, oh my God, just get to Saltburn. But then they'll have moments that are just completely shocking and they completely disarm you. You're like, oh my God, why is he, why is he doing that to that poor girl? And then, you know, then they bring it back again and they're like, Oh, and here's the slow bit. We're building character. Oh, look, a penis, and you're like, what, 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 what is this film? That's, what that's what is going on right there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, why have you put this in front of my face? Why have you said, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to have um, Barry Keegan wingies, you know what, around at the very end yeah. like that? That scene again 
I mean, to be I fair to him, yeah. if, if I, I mean, you know, muzzle's off to him, but, mm. you know, I mean, I wouldn't be shy either, if, anyway. But, yeah, but at the yeah, same again, time, though. What's the point in it, though? Like, what's the, I mean, it, but again, I said, like I said to my dad earlier, before I, if I mm. said I was going to review this, I said to him, like, he said, oh, I thought it was all right, pretty good. And I was like, yeah, but it's nothing I haven't seen a million times before. And then yeah. I also had a horrifying follow-on thought, thinking, oh, my God, I'm more cynical than my dad. Like, I used to be the positive one, and now I'm, like, even more cynical. And I don't think this is – this is not me and Satsu, for, for, for you who's listening. Mm. I don't think this is us being pretentious or us being, like, film snobs. I mean, Satsu doesn't do a film podcast. He's a variety – no, that was a terrible – I was trying to do Scottish, and it went into some weird. He does a variety <laughs> podcast. Uh, I was going to say – What the hell up there? No, no, I was going to say, you, you, you go to the Barry Keegan School of Accents? <laughs> yeah. I think I did, yeah. Uh, I sound more Scottish when I try not to do anything. Uh, but yeah, so I, um, I guess this isn't us being like film snobs or anything like that. Like, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, the lighting wasn't quite good in this scene and all mm-hmm. that crap. It's nothing about that. It, it, it's okay. It's it's very, it, it, it's nothing that I haven't, it's, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's decent. It whiles away the hours. And let's be honest, if it wasn't for the, you know, the minging bit in it, you wouldn't be, like, it, no, I don't think many people will be talking about it. You know, because it doesn't really have a lot to say. And Hmm. and I think it it kind of, and again, like I've seen films that are all a bit weird or all a bit about hedonism, but I've seen it done a lot better. I can't remember what it's called. Rupert Grint did one years ago. I mean, after Harry Potter, of course, Hmm. with a lot of people. Was it called Cherry something? And that was all about rich people and hedonism. And that kind of was a decent one. I've remembered yeah. bits of that, and I saw the Posh Boys or whatever that one was called. You know, I've seen like the History Boys. I've seen which was kind of about schools. But anyway, I've seen you know I've seen plenty of those about you know the Crown's got plenty of it in about class mm-hmm. and <laughs> totally different feel of course. But um, you know, it, I, I've seen it before, and it was nothing that I wouldn't kind of I wouldn't would I wouldn't recommend it. I'd say oh, mm-hmm. I mean I'd probably say the same as my mate. Like mm, it's not worth watching. It's not. It's all right. If you want to watch it for the sake of it, or you've got a podcast that you'll get an episode out of it, yeah, give it a go. It's mm-hmm. fun to kind of have a chat about, but outside of that, it's, I, I won't ever watch it again, and that's the biggest mm-hmm. marker for me. If I'm, I mean, why, why would I watch it again? Because the thing is, like, I, I'm not being a prude about this film. Like, I know there are films that have very graphic scenes of, you know, whether it's sex, violence, you know. If there's a point to it, then I can completely understand why you would have it. Like, in Parasite, there's a lot of violence at some bits, um, or other very similar films, you know, where basically it feels as if, and again, I don't want to really rag on the the writers too much, but it feels like the lazy guy to writing really wealthy people, if that makes sense. You know, it's like, oh, how can we make these wealthy people really unlikable? Let's give them a big house and make them degenerates. There you go. Yeah, like like, like in, in, in your vernacular, it's like a cheat code, isn't it? Because that's mm-hmm. a big game. It's like, uh, like, right. like, what's the cheat code to posh entitled assholes? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, give them a big house. Have them dress for dinner with a tux mm-hmm. and all this. You know, and it's like, mm, is that okay? Fair, I mean, fair enough, but yeah, every yeah, I mean, every o'clock is wine o'clock, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but like you said, I mean, for me, I did think the scene after Felix has died, and they try yeah. and sit and have this normal breakfast, this normal lunch breakfast, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and the other daughter, uh, Venetia, <laughs> is pouring out wine, and it just overflows and overflows. Mm-hmm. You got 
Farley sat there, he can't eat. Uh, I mean, I mean, Ollie sat there, he's not asked, obviously. But then you've got um, Richard E. Grant, the dad's kind of like trying to get the get the butler to shut the curtains, and they can't because they're gonna wheel like the coffin past. And again, it was like this is where the film like start again. Like it lost me a little bit in the realism of like I don't care how rich you are. If someone's been found dead, the police aren't going to send your butler to come and get you from a room. They're mm-hmm. going to start talking to people. Then they don't, yeah. I mean, I mean, to be fair, who who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you do get a bit more due deference. I don't know. And I know that obviously they'd be sensitive and whatnot because it's the son that's passed. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have the butler sent doing errands for them. Yeah. Um, you know, like, couldn't the police carry the body across the lawn, sir? Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think, I don't think that happens if I'm honest, but anyway. And I did like the bit where, you know, they, they wheel the gurney past and you hear the wheels squeak and you literally have like, you literally have Richard E. Grant, he puts his hands over his ears. Mm-hmm. Rosamund, like Rosamund Pike just doesn't accept it. She's like, oh, like they find him dead and she's like, oh, I best go and, uh, mm-hmm. I best go and check on the chickens or whatever the hell she's off to do. So, you know, I thought, you know, I thought that, that was, that was good. But again, I don't think it's nothing I haven't seen before. Um, and then, yeah. you know, the man begs him to stay. Uh, oh well, this is, he sleeps in the grave. I mean, we've been over that enough. Let's not oh, yeah. let's not dig that up again. Well, hey, and um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, there, <laughs> I couldn't resist. Um, hey, it didn't make me watch it. I take my terrible jokes. Uh, Venetia, obviously, she accuses Ollie of uh, destroying her family. I don't know why. Everything's been roses since he turned up, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, you're a moth. You've like wheedled your way, and you like." And then she's like shockingly found she's taking her own life. And I'm thinking, are we really meant to believe that like she has taken her own life? Like, oh, she just so happened to be having a bath with him. No, not with him, but um, he doesn't drink this. He doesn't drink this bath, by the way. Yeah, why does everybody go and have a bath next to his room? Like, surely there's got to be more baths in that bloody house than that. Like, it might be an antique. Maybe they're hard to get over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, wait, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go for your bath, darling? Are you going to go to the West Wing? No, no, uh, no, sweetness. I'm going to go next to Ollie's room and make sure the door's sadly ajar so you can see me and I all together. It's like, really? Like, what? It did remind yeah. me, to be fair, there was a point where, did you ever see a film? I bet, I bet Nostalgic's seen this. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, maybe he hasn't. Maybe it's a bit too, maybe he's not, maybe it's a bit out of his age, but did you ever see a film called The Little Vampire? With uh, oh, the kid out of Because yeah. oh. there was a bit in this where they say, and Richard E. Grant plays like the vampire dad, and a different kind of vampire than this. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bit where, <laughs> God, no, why did I say that? There's, there's a bit where Richard E. Grant plays like Sackville, Hugh Sackville Bag or whatever. And there was a bit in this where they were talking about some guy called Sackville now. He's like, someone on that writing staff is a, is a fan of the little vampire. Oh, sure. And I will, yeah. not, I will not hear like anything other. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was, uh, God, uh, that was, that was not a joke I was expecting to make. Um, yeah, she's found dead and she's like, oh, you're like a moth, you're quiet, harmless, attracted to shiny things, butting up against the window, just desperate to get in. And you've made your holes and everything. She reminded me, I was getting like Vanessa Kirby playing like Princess Margaret in the Crown type, uh, type feels from that. It, like, again, it's just, it's not, you know, it's not a bad film. It's not irredeemable. It's just not. I don't know, it's just not as good as I thought. And especially when everyone's making a big song and dance about it, you're like, oh, this has got to be good. And you go, oh, was that it? Anyway. Um, That's the thing, though. Like, I've got yeah. a question for you, though, about mm-hmm. Saltburn. No, like, if 
people didn't make a song and dance about it. Like, if it wasn't winning all these awards and, you know, well, oh, maybe not awards, but, you know, yeah. well, not awards, yeah. but, you know, like, very highly acclaimed, if it wasn't getting talked about, would you still criticize Well, obviously, you would criticise it the same, but would you still think, oh, this is, like, even worse than what you think of it as? Um, I tr- I try not to, I try not to. Mm, I'm tr- when people say something's really really good, I do try and go in with a bit of an open, a bit of an open mind. I do yeah. try and go in with an open mind, but I do find that people are. I think our our expectations are a lot 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 lower than they used to be, and I think mm. films that were made years ago, like you wouldn't flipping wipe their boots with some of the crap we watch now. Like, I watched, you know, and I know it's not everyone's type of film, but I watched The Guns and Averone last week and reviewed that. And that's 1961. And I, I genuinely, I haven't seen as good a film of that in years. And you just think, we, we've we really lost the art. Like, the writings, we're, we're basically mourning about the writing and the believability in the characters. And I just don't want, you know, and it, it's not the kind of film where they go, oh, just go with it. It's good fun to watch. You get to see how hedonistic they are. They don't really care. Because there was a bit where they're all naked in the field drinking. And you think, well, really? If you had, like, three months off, you didn't have to go to work because you've all got loads of money. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about bills. You don't have to paint the house. You don't have to even cook your meals. Then, yeah, your life is probably more difficult in terms of it's completely pointless. So what do you do? Do you bring people along to try and make, you know, bring real people along to try and make it more entertaining like Ollie? Maybe that, that makes kind of sense. But then the film's, like, too obsessed with having these shock moments. And it's like, okay, right. Well, but when you take the, those away, there's not a lot left. I would have liked the film to have kind of... I'm not saying take those out if you want them in. It's your film. But just in terms of have a bit... It's just... For me, I get I get more kind of... I get more bothered when... um. There was like there's a glimmer of something there. Like if it's just irredeemable, if it's like reminiscence, you just go, it's horrific. Let's move on, and then you whinge about it for six months. But it, <laughs> but for me, it's like for this film, I'm not going to watch it again. I'm probably not going to think about it again, hopefully. Yeah. And um, you, that that's about it. But I, I I try not to. It's when people like try and what I don't like is when people try and convince you you're wrong. Like, you don't like something, and then people go, oh, no, but what about this, this, and this? Like, no, I, I'm, I don't. Because I, I don't try and convince somebody who likes this that they're wrong. So then when someone tries to convince me vice versa that I'm wrong about not liking it. But I, I, I don't, I could have been worse with this film. I could have been, I genuinely thought it was all right. I enjoyed, it wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I wasn't, but I did spend a lot. I mean, there was a few bits where I was very much looking at my phone and writing the notes, and I was missing bits, and I wasn't really bothered. And I'm watching it on a like a laptop right next to me. It's not like it's on a television, like feet away, where I can kind of get distracted. So, yeah. you know, with the if with headphones. So it was very much it was okay. It wasn't. Uh-huh. I was just I expected more out of it. And I've seen Barry Keegan. He was in Chernobyl. He was brilliant in that. He was in Dunkirk, which I watched last night, and he was marvelous in that. Then I know he's done quite a few bits, and I think the actors and actresses like they are very very good in it. The cast's very talented. I just think overall it doesn't quite gel into in a, something coherent. I think it had too many ideas and didn't yeah. quite know which one to go with. Did you want to go with this art house, fluids everywhere, let's really go for it? Did you want to go for this kind of murder mystery where he's basically killing everybody, you know, like 
uh, Midsummer Murders meets Tales of the Unexpected. God, there's some British references for you. Did you want? To, <laughs> did you want to go with? Sorry, America. Did you want to go with? You know, did you want to go with a look at the class system and in 2006 and this that and it, which hasn't really changed? Do you, what did you want to look at that? Yeah. Did you want to look at fam, you know familial relationships in terms of when you've got loads of money and staff and they don't mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I did like the fact they let Ollie out of the staff entrance. That really made me laugh. Like, I really laughed yeah. at that bit. Like, all the staff, like, because you barely see it a lot of staff. And they're all outside having a, having a, having a fag, like, way, like, all, outside smoking. <laughs> As, like, they send him out of the staff entrance, like, yeah, off you go. Mm. Um, Do you know then, what? Uh, just when you were saying it's, like, all these kind of different films, you know, this, like, melting pot, this hot pot, as you were, as you were, of films. It actually, I think the thing that draws a lot of people to this, and I, I don't know what you'll think about this when I say it, but you've seen The Great Gatsby, haven't you? You oh, know, with well, the remake. Years ago. Yeah, well, years yeah, ago. uh-huh. It reminds me of when that film came out, and again, I'm not targeting anyone in particular, if you enjoyed it, if you didn't, or if you didn't partake in what I'm about to say here, but... I remember when that film came out, you know, it was a decent film, it had like, a really interesting message and everything, but I remember when that came out and everybody started having Gatsby-themed parties, so it was like the complete opposite Oh God, message. what the hell, yeah. what the hell is a version of a salt, I don't want to know what salt is. No, 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 I'm not saying they had salt parties, I hope <laughs> I mean, they had a you know, PG version of the ending, as it were, people dancing in their, you know, their mansions and everything. But I think with that, with people missing the point of The Great Gatsby being about how opulence and, like, wealth isn't, you know, the be-all and end-all, you should be focusing more for a fulfilling life, etc. You know, I'm really watering that message down, but for the sake of brevity, that's what it is. But and this, it felt as if people more liked the aesthetic of it rather than the message it was trying to convey. You know, they liked the big glamorous house. They liked the style with the, you know, the clothing and everything. The kind of fantasy, maybe, of living in, like, such a big house like Saltburn and so on. So I think that they were more attracted to the aesthetic, as it were. They were more attracted to the aesthetic rather than a substantial message. Because yeah, well, when I, I looked... Yeah. Sorry. No, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say, like, because when I looked up videos for it, you know, videos. it was a lot... Well, <laughs> video, well, you know what I mean. Um, I know what you mean. I, I was seeing, like, a lot of fan videos of, you know... Um, Murder on the dance floor, I was about to say bodies again. I'm thinking of, like, the bodies <laughs> hit the floor, you know, that's Oh, yeah, Archie um, yeah. Well, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> um, so, murder on the dance floor is playing, and they're kind of cutting these moments in with the, you know, with the song. And don't get me wrong, these videos are very well made. But again, it kind of hammers the point in that people aren't really, well, as far as I know anyway, a lot of people aren't watching this because they want some kind of deconstruction about the things or the woes of society, yeah. like upper class. I do think it's very. Class, I do yeah. think it's very shallow. I do think it's very shallow. Yeah. Oh, my microphone fell down. Hang on a sec. No, no, yeah, no, I do no. think. I do think it's very shallow. To be fair. Oh, I might as well mm. leave it there then. If it's been there, I'll. Obviously, it doesn't fall off. 
but yeah, I, I do think it's very shallow, and I think it's and maybe maybe the, maybe we're not the audiences. I don't know, but you do think at what like mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, it's just there's just not a lot there, and I, no. I think it's one of those films that might have a bit of an you know might have a bit of an impact now, but no one's going to be talking about this in a couple of years. It's not. You know, I'm not having to go at anybody now. I just, I genuinely think this, it's just one of them things that comes along. Everyone, you know, it, for me, it's a bit like an avatar in a kind of weird way. It kind of comes along. Everyone's like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And everyone kind of watches it and goes, eh, is that what everyone was banging on about? And there's nothing wrong with things going viral, viral and these smaller, smaller-ish. You know, these films kind of getting, a, you know, the streaming ones getting a bit more. So I think it's an Amazon Prime one. Getting, or at yeah. least partly. Mm-hmm. Getting a bit more kind of... Um, uh, what's the right word? Getting a bit more kind of uh, awareness around. There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, mm. there's nothing wrong with saying to people, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Because, good God, that's what word of mouth, that's what films and series need. They need people to be like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen that? But I mean, I think in this day and age, though, with the, you know, the rise of like TikTok and social media and things, it's a lot easier to make trends and things out of certain moments. Because, I mean, as I said, like, I know I keep going on about it, but the whole dancing in like a big house like the end of um, this film you know because if you look at that scene and again you know the viewer's discretion is greatly advised there but you know I mean you can maybe make the argument that the reason he's doing that is because oh he's shedding his skin and he's you know his true self is like this horrible person like at a push maybe but I think the director maybe thought on the other hand, I mean, if he put, if he put his um, you know, if he put his uh, salt burn as it were into like a mound of dirt, then what else can we get him to do? This film does genuinely feel like you know that way you get someone who wants to prank someone or dare them to do things, but it just gets worse and worse and worse. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I bet you wouldn't drink that bath water. Oh, you drank it. Oh, I bet you won't become a vampire. Oh, he's become a vampire. Oh, I bet you won't. Oh, wait, no, he did that himself. I didn't even dare him to do that. <laughs> and yeah. then at the and end, that... it's like, oh, I do you to dance naked in this house. And yeah. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it speaks, maybe you were just not, maybe it speaks to a different generation of like, oh, look, maybe, we're being yeah. all dead shocking and we're being dead edgy. And it's like, yeah, but your film's a bit shit. <laughs> like, I'm not no. being awful, but like, you know, we, this is not, it's not high art, it's not like, no. I don't, this, to be fair, I could have been, I mean, might listen back and think I was harsh, but I don't think it's, it, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say, to be fair, I mean, no, he, kill, no. he kills them all, he gets the house and he he's, he lives, well, who knows what happens, but, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, alright, <laughs> yeah, he moves it, God knows what his parents think, yeah, I mean, do, does he go yeah. back to university? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I say this on, like, Chats and Army all the time as well, that if you enjoy this film and everything, I'm not going to take that away from you, you know, like, you do you, but personally, I feel as if, and I don't want to say this in a contrarian way to be like, oh, I don't think this is good because, you know, I didn't like it and it's popular, so therefore I really hate it, but... I just think, it's something you brought up earlier as well, it's just the fact that there could have been so much more to this film. There could have been so much more to the conversation, the themes and everything. But at the end of the day, it's just like a middle-class cycle. Yeah. Sorry. I do worry that... No, 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 it's me interrupting again. I do worry that 
not worry is the wrong word, but I do think maybe this is part and parcel and, and a good example of maybe younger generations' views of films that, fit, or, or maybe at least what films they're being given on the whole, which are, you know, superhero films, you know, the, like the fast food of films in terms of, you know, you, what the hell is that music? Anyway, you watch it, you listen to it, you watch it, you listen to it, uh, you, you, you know, it, it's over and done with, it's very forgettable, it, 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 pops a few neurons in your brain for a couple of hours and then it's it's gone and done whereas i wonder if and i know with podcasters and if you can call us call me that you podcasters and you talk about films or you talk about video games or you talk about topics and you like to delve into things more but it doesn't mean i can't watch something and enjoy it and i did genuinely watch this and i did shockingly enjoy it i wouldn't watch it again but i didn't hate it watching it i thought yeah it's all right and that's Decent. That's that's a decent. It was okay. It was all right. But I wouldn't then go on to try and sell it to people and be like, "Oh my god, it's amazing." Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. like, like somebody else's film opinion. If someone absolutely loved this and thinks it's a masterpiece and good for you, like I'm really happy that it it connected with you like that. But it didn't connect that, like that with me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm of the wrong audience. Who knows? But I think it's it was just maybe we look for something a bit more in films. Maybe that's just mm-hmm. our generation. I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I just. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were trying. It just to wasn't be... that. It just wasn't that good. Yeah. Let's. I'll just. I'll cut the podcast. Yeah. BS for a second. <laughs> no, not that. I, yeah. Not that I put an act on anyway. But mm-hmm. it just wasn't. It just wasn't that good. There's my verdict. It's, it's just not that good. Take out the shock. It's just not. It's just not that good. There's, there's far better to watch out there. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. watch The Boy Next Door. Mm-hmm. Go mean, watch that instead. Or Parasite. Yeah. I'll have to watch yeah. that. Yeah. Like, genuinely, if I'm looking back on it, I think, like, just as a kind of closing point, but I do think that there are so many better films that have done a better job of the ideas that they're trying to convey across. And I get what they're trying to convey at times, but then at other times it just becomes muddled and shock value and weird choices with the characters it's quite a messy film, but not messy in an enjoyable way. Messy in a, you're looking at whoever you're watching it with going, should we turn it off? No, let's see where it goes. And then by the end of it, you're like, is that going to be two hours? <laughs> Get back. Yeah. Honestly, like if you're morbidly curious, it's on Amazon Prime for free. Well, not really free, but if you're curious about it, don't watch it with people with, you know... Don't watch it with loved ones. Yeah, like, mild sensibilities, as it were. Like, I mean, I'm not usually one to clutch my pedals, as it were, when it comes to these (laughs) kind of things. Because, I mean, let's face it, I have seen quite bad scenes in films where I've gone, oh my god, that's horrific, or, oh, I don't know about that. But for these, it genuinely turned me off the film. I was like, why did they do that? But again, not... Because I thought, oh, it's because of some artistic greatness. It's, it just felt, and I don't want to be too critical saying lazy, but it just felt like the bare minimum of what they had to do. And then, again, as I said, the like I'm sounding like one of the people I was criticising there, but the aesthetic is pretty well done, you know. The Oxford slash Saltburn scenes, you know, they're done really well. The 
So the photography, as I said, is great. The framing of it's good. Why it's in a four by three ratio, I don't know. That's the only thing that kind of threw me off. I don't know if you saw that. Can't say I noticed, to be honest. Yeah, like, you know, just the two bars at the side. I mean, I could be totally wrong and be thinking of a different film, but I'm sure it was Saltburn. And I kind of thought, oh, they went the Zack Snyder approach. <laughs> hey, nah, I'm only kidding. Oh, um, that's, that's never a good That's never yeah. a good road to go now. He did Jar of the Dead in 2004, yeah. and he hasn't, he hasn't made a good film since. Sorry, Zach. Oh, I've seen, I mean, I've seen Rebel Moon twice, and I will say... I've not, oh, I've not oh. seen it yet. Not good. <laughs> I wouldn't say not good. I'd say it's worse. Well, it's worse than salt. No, sorry, I wouldn't say it's worse than salt. Well, is it worse than salt burn? It's not as graphic as salt burn, but it's not very good because I was talking to the guys over at Seismic Cinema about it, and yeah, yeah, they've done a whole episode on it themselves, which is definitely worth checking out. But oh. it's not a good. It's not a good film. It's. He's trying to, and I know this is a different film review entirely, but he tries to take so many sci-fi properties, because I think it was supposed to be a Star Wars film. I could be wrong on that, but... No, you no, know, apparently it, could, it was like a, a rejected yeah. R rated, which is why I kind of wanted to give it a go, because I don't really care about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, your for that one, but yeah, I did. Yeah. So I thought, oh, maybe I can go into it. And I've heard really mixed reports. Like Sotburn, yeah. I've heard people say it's good, mm-hmm. heard people say it's terrible. And and to be fair, the fact that it's getting people talking is, mm-hmm. you know, is is all right, you know. I'm sort of, yeah. yeah, but for all the wrong reasons. Like I've seen it twice, and as yeah. I said, it's not. Why twice? It wasn't though? my choice. <laughs> I won't say. Right. Okay. It's, yeah, it was just it's because it takes things from, and if you're a Warhammer forty k fan, you'll notice very very similar things, like the well, not space marines, but like the. Imperium, you know, like the main human faction, you see a lot of that influence, you see a lot of influence from just other franchises, you know, you're like, okay, I've seen this from Star Trek, I've seen this from that, yeah. you know, like, there's a lot, it's, it's not that it's messy, I just think it's bloated, um, yeah. unlike Saltburn, which is just bloated with a side of um, someone sticking their you-know-whats into the ground. As if he's going to grow yeah. another Felix. Um, but that's another thing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I don't understand. Because if he, if he, if Felix is essentially somebody he needs to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Because that's all he becomes. If it was just about Felix and wanting to become him. And mm-hmm. and then killing him. I'd be like, right, okay, I get that. But then the fact he goes on to kill the whole family. Or at yeah, least wait. Yeah. I mean, one of them waits for one of them to die. But then kills the rest of the family so he can have the... He can have salt burn. Well... Why? I, d- I just, yeah. it didn't, it, it just felt like a lot of things happening and it's like, yeah, but there needs to be a point. Like, what's the point? Yeah. And then, But then again, it wasn't the kind of film where it's like, oh, there isn't a point. That's the point. Yeah. It, it, it very much, it doesn't know what it is. And I, I, that, that's why I think we've, I've, I've struggled to kind of understand it. But uh, I hope this has been a better review than the film. But I, I have a fear I've been all over the bloody place. But so is the no, film. No. So what's it expect you to do? Like, I don't, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> I was going to say, I know you're not big in, like, ratings at the end, but, like, what would you even, like, what would be the unit of measurement for this film? Would it be, like, oh, do, um, like two um, Barry is, 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 Keegan is, is, dongs out of ten? Or, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Would it Would it be, well, that yeah, that'd be a big rating, Jesus. Would it be, um, I don't know, what do you think this film is? Is it a great, is it 
like a mound of earth or is it a little molehill of earth? What is it? I, God knows. God knows what it. God knows. Um, Two grave glory holes out of ten. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Three well, bathwater yeah. sets out of five. You know. Oh Jesus, yes. <laughs> yeah, six slurps out of seven. Not bad. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I did have a, a rating system where, but went only for a, in my yeah. old podcasting. I think I would have been. Yeah, I'd watch it on a plane. That'd be my. Mm. Oh God, no, no, no! Don't watch it on a plane. Jesus Christ! Don't, oh, don't watch no. it on a plane. Mm-hmm. I've, my brain's just gone. There's other people around you. Yeah, do you mm. don't. Don't watch well, it on a plane. I actually, um, speaking of that, I actually did have a moment like that where I was watching. I think it was Blade Runner, uh, twenty forty nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to a particular scene. For anyone who's seen Blade Runner, they'll know, or the sequel, they'll know what I'm talking about. Where it's like you meet the main antagonist, but then you see a very like. I can't remember. I don't know if it's like a robot or it's somebody else, like a nudity scene anyway. Um, and yeah, you you better believe I fast forwarded that in the plane because I was like, Jesus Christ, there's too many people yeah. on this plane. Well, it feels like in this film particularly and films as the modern era that male nudity is absolutely fine. You can have everything you want. But female nudity seems to have really died in the background. And, 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 and you know me, don't get into politics. I don't understand the reason for it anyway. But this film was a bit like, oh yeah, we want to show everything, but then I, I, I we, we don't, we don't, we I don't think we see any, we barely see anything of women, but we see everything of a man. And it's like, right, okay, well, I don't, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. I mean, to be, I mean, you know, I, I, maybe we're not the right audience for it. I don't know, but uh, it's just not, it's just mm-hmm. not that good. But I, I genuinely, I don't, I, I, I really shouldn't say I'm spent, but. Uh, <laughs> but I am. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, do you have any more closing thoughts on it, Satsu? I, 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 yeah. All I would say is, if it's your thing, fair enough. But I wouldn't go out my way to recommend this film. Um, as, as I said, there's just so many films that do this particular story better. Just go see that or... I don't know, YouTube soul burning thing, if you're really curious. There was actually one someone had uploaded, and I can't even remember why, or what what the, well, I know the reason for it, but they'd uploaded the ending, but they had put, like, a huge black bar at the bottom. But you know that way where it's like, oh, you have to, you know, censor the particular bit. No, no, they just, like, cut the screen in half. So he just looked like a torso, like dancing to murder on the dance floor. And you're like, people who are watching this out of context are going to be so goddamn confused. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But yeah, my closing points, or sorry, my closing thoughts are, it is, yeah, as you said, if the shocking scenes weren't in this film, this film would be really relegated into obscurity by now but because of those shocking scenes and the way that it's been handled and PR and social media and things I think that's what's giving it its leg up and honestly as I said if you enjoy this film all power to you but yeah it just wasn't for me no me neither Mm. and it's not because of all the minging bits it's just Mm. not that good no. She's not that good. I don't know how many times I've said that, and apologies, but she's just not that good. Uh, but but as ever, I thank you for listening. 
Uh, Sati, would you... Well, me and Chatsunami are part of the Podpack Collective. So... Uh, it's, it's not a communism thing, don't worry. I have, I have been asked that. It's not a communism thing. Uh, <laughs> someone asked about collective. Would you? Like to, <laughs> it's been a strange week. Would you? Would you like to tell the people what that's all about, Satu? Because I think you're probably better, better place than I am to kind of. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's it's a, it's a group of podcasters who basically, as you said, we were doing exactly what we were doing before, collaborating, trying to help each other out, and just have just a bit more of a. A group where we could, you know, the, I think it's five of us so far, or, or at least of the off, where we can yeah. essentially sort of, it's, it's Chatsunami, who's like, you know, El Capitano. You've got, obviously, myself, Review Yourself. You've got Luke from the, the Nostalgic Podcast. We've got Dan from Casting Views. Does Dan have a co-host, or is he on his own now? Oh, brain's gone. Anyway, Seismic Cinema, the fellows of, of Seismic Cinema, and we've also got two girls, one reusable cut podcast. I finally got it right. Oh, yeah, always, that, yeah. I always <laughs> want, yeah. Um, so basically, just uh, that that's the five for now, and just until we kind of get on our feet. Mm-hmm. And we're just about kind of supporting each other and having episodes at this every now and again. Which, to be fair, like you said, we were already doing already, really, weren't we? We were already. Yeah, we, I mean, we that knew was, each other. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the idea of the Podpack Collective, because I did see a lot of other podcasters kind of band together in groups and networks, and at this stage, well, I wouldn't call it a network, um, I would still say that... that oh, because you've got social yeah. network where... No, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, it's like, well, we're doing that anyway, so I kind of thought, well, why not just make it formal, you know, like, come under, like, this banner of just this one group and everything um and i don't know if you mentioned them there but we've also got a new member the although technically i'm part of it so it's like insider podcast <laughs> the stop drop and roll initiative podcast um which is like a D podcast that i'm part of but honestly as you said there are just so many amazing podcasts she and nepotism she and yeah, exactly Sorry. yeah <laughs> I mean, I, all the I podcasts are just mine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all secretly backhanders, yeah. uh, just, which is yeah. it's a phrase for giving money. No, I'm joking, it's not really. Yeah. We don't get money. <laughs> no, not yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you want to find um, more of my content, um, then you can find me on our website, chatsandami.com, where I collaborate with you know, a bunch of amazing podcasters, yourself included. We've done a couple of episodes together where we talked about podcasting and Star Trek First Contact, another fantastic Still episode. game. Yep, still game well, as well. Well, that was yours, technically. But it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, if you want to check out my, oh, I suppose, like, D&D premiere as it were um yeah you can check it out on the stop drop and roll initiative we've just dropped a first episode when the next episode will come out i don't know but yeah for everything else you can check me out on spotify itunes and yeah really all good podcast apps but again sean thank you so much for yeah inviting me on for this episode no, thanks for giving up your time. I thought, you know, you've got half a day off. I've got a surprise mm-hmm. midweek day off, so I thought might mm-hmm. might as well. And I thought it's one of those films where I watch it and I think if I don't talk about it within a couple of days, I, I'm not interested because it mm-hmm. just goes, and okay. then my notes don't mean anything. And you know, it, every now and again, you know, you've got to play the game and give the audience something new, and hope that it it sticks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. 
<laughs> this film. Yeah, it's going to take a while to get rid of this one in my brain, I think. But uh, <laughs> not for a good reason. But yeah, thank you to everyone for listening and thank you to you for for, for taking the time to to come on and discuss this wonderful, uplifting film. Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Shatsunami, a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Shatsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chatsunani, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that's Sounds like your cup of tea, then you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast apps. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated.